0: Hello. Hello. It's me. Your host with the most.
1: I've been waiting for you. Have you? Yeah.
0: I'm going to do long pauses with everything I say.
1: It's a good radio.
0: And make this. A five-hour podcast. <laughs> well, we just had long pauses, just constantly, <gasps> like we're doing right now. We do it, yeah. <laughs> well, just, welcome, welcome back to you. the show. Are you excited to be back? I'm very
1: excited. I'm just going to let you let you do all the talking this episode.
0: Well. I'm not too happy. I uh, think I made a very bad mistake right now. Why? Sometimes being a nice guy or trying to help out the less fortunate doesn't go your way. Why is that? I found a cricket in her house and I caught it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to be a nice guy and Take him outside, and not kill it. And then it got away on my way out. Now it's somewhere in this house, and I'm gonna have a annoying cricket somewhere making sounds as I see
1: Just have the just have the cats get it. The cats will find it. Now our
0: cats, my cats, are lazy. They don't they don't help out. I try to put the cats outside and just want them to just. Wander go wander into the sunset and that would be that. But the cats don't do that. They just They don't want to go outside. They just want to stay in the house. And they just meow for cat no, food.
1: No good deed goes unpunished, Lucas.
0: I don't know. I feel like I did a pretty nice deed for this, this cricket and just blew up in my face. Yeah. I should have acted quickly and swiftly and destroyed the cricket
1: you got punished for your good deed.
0: Exactly. Um, i learned a, learned a valuable lesson.
1: Yeah. I think it's, you should just let your cats go. Just bring them outside and like,
0: I try to, to actually, I put them outside and they just find their way back in.
1: Oh, really? I, I would think, I thought that they liked going outside
0: or they did a long time ago, like 10 years ago, I guess. It was, it's really weird how the cats worked. I, when I really was very protective of the cats and, they seem to always want to go outside, and now that I'm more, you know what? You can go outside, and what happens happens in the outdoors. Uh, they just don't want to do that anymore. They just stay inside. They're too old. But, they're like they're like old old people cats. You know the the cats right. are old, and they're a reminder that I'm also now old. And
1: because I mean, how old are they? now they're probably like what 12 or 13 yeah like, that's like prob- what
0: it's like what in your 70s and human human age
1: they're probably at the end of their life
0: right i mean it's
1: sad to say i don't know
0: i someone has told me that <coughs> cats can live to like 16 17 and i guess the older they get the more harder they are to take care of what if they've never died they're immortal yeah i i I don't think i'd be able to take that i think that would be uh my own personal hell what
1: if you just what if you just meowing
0: and for eternity i'm just feeding them and hearing them meow while i sleep
1: what if you just never died like, you got to 100 and everybody, everybody's dying around here. You.
0: Like, like, it's going to be like that like, like, like interview with a vampire.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, they have those. Uh, what the, age? You know, what the, age I, really you don't, I really don't like those movies because it's, it's kind of to try to show you, like, oh, you know, living forever isn't all it's cracked up to be, but. I don't care. I think that'd be awesome. You know, like you just make new friends as you was that like the as point you get that? older. <laughs> What's I that?
1: Mean, I don't know, man. I think it would be. I think it would be pretty bad. I mean,
0: so if you could yeah. live forever, right? You could be immortal, like, uh, like what is it, Highlander? Whatever those shows are, I you would you, immortal, would you would mean, say no. You'd rather you'd rather just pass away.
1: I, oh, yeah, I think I would, yeah. Would you want to be immortal? What if What if you were a mortal, but, like, if you, like, it's kind of scary, actually, to think about, but if you were, like, a mortal, but, like, the only way to, you know, if you wanted to end it, like, you pretty much had to, like, kill yourself. Um, I don't know, it would just be kind of, I mean, like, at what age, at what age do you think it would just start to get old, you know?
0: Is my body breaking down or, or can I just stay like a certain age?
1: What if you stay, but like you're like 90, you stay at like 95.
0: <laughs> it well, would be like hell, man. I think it'd be, I think it'd be awful if you become immortal. when Like now that I'm in my forties, I'm, you know, getting a little bit heavier and not I was in shape and you just have this like belly for like ever and like you couldn't work out to like get <laughs> rid of it and it just stays there that way for eternity
1: your wife like dies and everyone around you dies but like you can't and like, then, you're too old you can't like
0: yeah and then you, you try to meet someone girl. else they like i don't want to be with a dad bod man you know that's just not for me and <laughs> you know and there's nothing i can do because i can't get rid of it because it's my my immortal body <laughs> That'd be really, really kind of a bummer, actually. So, maybe in that sense, it's not, not too good. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I think,
1: it, like, like you said, it depends on what age you stay. So, if you stayed at like 21, then I, I don't know. know. Maybe. But I, don't I know. guess it
0: depends. If you're mortal, can you, can you exercise and, and change the shape of your body? Or does it always have to stay the same? Well, no. Obviously, you can exercise. Can you? Yeah, why I, I you don't know, know the I rules of immor- immortality.
1: Like, I think Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt could exercise in that movie, right?
0: I don't think they exercise in that movie.
1: Well, I think they could, though.
0: I think they just sit around and drink drink wine.
1: And you're just doing like CrossFit every day. <laughs>
0: I don't know I don't know what the point of doing crossfit would be at that point if you're immortal. <laughs> you don't really need to stay in shape. It'd you're not to gonna die. Girls. What's that?
1: I'd be to get girls.
0: To get girls? So if I want, so if I, I worked to... out if I worked out really hard then then I could get like a ripped a ripped body. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know I don't know the let's, rules of mortality let's... if it works that way. That's all that matters, man. Well, anyways, did you end up watching the the movie that I suggested to you last time? Um, the man, the man who wasn't there.
1: No, <laughs> sorry.
0: Well, I got a surprise for you. I didn't watch your movie either.
1: Dang, I guess, I
0: guess we're not doing our homework. You know, it's. I asked. I was asking my wife. I go. This is the movie. Uh. Micah recommended and she goes you won't like that and I think right, oh. <laughs> right when she's because I guess she saw the movie and I asked wow. her did you like it and she goes I liked it but I don't think you'd like it I thought, so,
1: she, was, I thought she was saying that because that referred it but she just saying in general she doesn't think you liked it she like just it. thinks
0: like my taste in movies that, that wouldn't be a movie that I would really enjoy
1: I liked it a lot, but
0: isn't just about a bunch of like people who are in eighth grade just showing what life is like in eighth grade?
1: Well, it's mainly about one girl and her situation in eighth grade, but I mean honestly, it's good. It's
0: see that, that, that would be a living like hell that. if I had to be immortal while I was in eighth grade. <laughs> it's. A-
1: Groundhog's Day but you're you're in 8th grade
0: well it wouldn't be the same day I I just would be an 8th grader for forever and I think that would just be just completely awful
1: no but what if it was what if it it was that it was the same day in 8th grade over and over again like a Groundhog's Day
0: I think that's what they call hell (laughs) that's That would be like your own personal hell, I would assume. Unless you enjoyed 8th grade. Yeah, there's. Oh, I'm sure there's millions of people that love the 8th grade year. And, the, and they live one day through it for eternity.
1: You think most people don't like 8th
0: grade? I would think most people don't like 8th grade. And then if there's someone that says, I, lo- I, I love 8th grade, I would want to sit down and have a long talk with this person and see what is it about their life, that the 8th grade <coughs> year was just their most fantastic year. I loved it. Did you? What did you love about it? Yeah. Being home by 10 o'clock? <laughs> I love... I, Having I, acne well, all yeah. over your face?
1: <laughs> I love the... that I didn't have any responsibility.
0: Yeah, I I guess it's true. You have like a... You can have personal chauffeurs constantly drive you around.
1: Yeah. And
0: that might be and, nice, uh, huh?
1: But but I liked, I liked high school. I mean, obviously if you're gonna go for like no responsibility and a better situation outside high school.
0: You know, I actually asked a couple of people, I, I asked them, you know, if, if you could do high school all over again. Like go back in time and do it all over again, would you do it? What do you think the majority of people I asked said?
1: well i would I would think it's a a question, and I would think I would say yes, but they probably said no,
0: yeah, they said no,
1: wow, who'd you ask this to like Just random
0: random people. random people at work you know you know well, I mean, then I'm the back thing. at work we have the uh the you know when you go back this is happens with an education, you go back and you you do the small talk with people you know all the and and the most typical is like you know how was your summer you know or so then we talked to people. I just started talking, rambling on about different things. I just asked them that question, and they're just like, "No," like, "Oh, geez, no, yeah. no, no." I mean,
1: I don't, I don't necessarily think that I would want to go back because, I mean, thinking about it now, like just thinking like the hallways of like CBCS or whatever, I'm like, I don't really know if I want to go back to that. But, um, I definitely liked high school, and I definitely like college.
0: Oh, college—that's that's a different story college was a blast baby I mean you you have a a lot more freedoms Uh, and you know it kind of depends on what your experience in those times were yeah you know I think it's funny you can tell uh, certain people that maybe had a lot more privilege than others they would say college was amazing but then other people were like you know oh I had to work the whole time and it was hard for me to work and then go to class and study for that and do that. So that was difficult for me. So it kind of depends on the situation.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. If, if your parents have money and they're paying for everything, then it's way better than
0: if they don't. I think it's funny when you have a person like that, talk to a person who, who didn't have that. (laughs) They just have, just such different experiences and they're just kind of looking at, at each other like like oh my gosh like you didn't have this and the other person's like you did have this so it's just, each pe- each person like just has trouble just kind of comprehending the experience
1: yeah it's a very uh sad situation that luckily I, we were we were kind of... privileged luckily yeah but anyways, let's move on to what. I know that was I know that was a good uh, segue, but let's move on to the meat and potatoes this of this episode.
0: I think we gotta we gotta. I think almost every episode you you say that term meat and potatoes.
1: <laughs> Should we just call it meat and potatoes from now on? <laughs> the, the let's
0: just change it from friends the high school to meat meat and potatoes
1: yeah well we can either go on and on like this which i don't really mind but at the same time i I, i'm just like thinking about you know if people want to listen to it but um i think that would confuse a lot of people if we
0: called it meat and potatoes they would turn it on and be like this is not what i expected
1: they would think it's about like food or something (laughs)
0: yeah they'd be probably think we're gonna do some type of recipe
1: should we do that I was thinking we could do like an ASMR ASMR uh, podcast.
0: What what is an what ASMR? Is.
1: You have you kind of have to like look it up to 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 know what I'm talking about, but you kind of have to listen to it. But it's basically people making these like well, some of them are like people making like weird noises, but it actually kind of like has this like relaxing like tingling sensation like on your neck. What? I mean, you—you—it's one of those things you would just have to watch. Like if you just type in ASMR on YouTube, but it's like basically like really like like kind of like soft like. Now you're now you're going to go to bed, and then some people will do like these like weird kind of like scratching noises. I don't know. It's it's hard for me to explain, but basically
0: it's like really like kind of like
1: soft, relaxing. It like sounds assuming. more
0: frightening than relaxing <laughs> if someone says you're going to go to bed in a soft voice and a scratchy noise. Now, now you're going to go to bed and I'm in your closet. <laughs> <laughs> well, Yeah, see so that that doesn't sound um, relaxing to me at all. Tell me a secret, Lucas. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, tell, tell, tell me your deepest, deepest darkest
1: secret. <laughs> All right, man, I, I think this has gone on too long.
0: That'd so... be funny if uh, you go to a restaurant and someone talks like that. Would you like an appetizer? <laughs> do you want to see Do you want to see our wine list, or do you want to hear about our
1: specials?
0: <laughs>
1: and it's like super dark. And they just start like, scratching the of,
0: table, little scratching sound.
1: Have you heard of these? They just call the restaurant ASMR. Have you heard of, um, there's, there's like a restaurant in LA, I think, where it's like all black or something. It's like all dark, like you can't see anything.
0: I've heard of those restaurants where, where you can put like a, it's completely <laughs> pitch black and they just put things in front of you, right, to eat, right? Yeah. I and mean, then yeah. you have
1: to like feel around for it
0: i think I think that I think it's a genius idea. I would just go out have that you know you you save so much money, there's no electricity, right, so you save on power, and you don't have to worry about decor because it could just be like you know some free furniture you find at a garage sale, put that around on a table, and just pop in a microwave dinner in the back and just serve it to them. They have no idea
1: that's true, I and think then charge it's, them a hundred dollars, I mean, like, yeah, it's a like high end.
0: Yeah, there you go. Just make make a fortune. And just say, you know, can you can you taste this Marie Calendar's chicken pot pie? Like they wouldn't know. And just say can you, I you was know, sense the thinking, flavor?
1: I was listening to a podcast today and they were like talking about like they're like we should just like as a joke, like start a restaurant or whatever to a comedian. And um he's like we should just and I was just he was kind of basically saying this, so it's not really my idea, but I was. I would think it'd be funny if like a celebrity started like an like he was actually saying start like an ice cream shop or whatever. But like if a if a celebrity started like an ice cream shop and just charged like fifty dollars like for like an ice cream cone. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, people! And people so if, people I, would just go to it.
1: I think they would really, but I mean, I don't. I don't really like. I think some people just like to like pay a lot of money for something that's like not you know that great because they think it's like bougie or whatever. I mean, this is really nice, bougie. you know. This is, yeah. I couldn't think of a better word than that. This is like the best ice cream in town. You got to have it. Everybody, everybody would be like, like I, I mean, I really wonder if Starbucks raised their prices from for their coffee or their frappuccinos or whatever from like five dollars to like twenty. If people would stop, I don't, I don't think they would. You know what I mean? So if you went to Starbucks and they, and they
0: say a Frappuccinos <laughs> 20 bucks, would people still pay for it? I think so. I think I think they would. You you just you just gotta say this is our new pumpkin spice (laughs) 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 whatever, and I'm sure people will just drink it.
1: This is special,
0: like some
1: special drug in it or something that like boosts your immune system for COVID. It's like Just drink one of these coffees and you'll be good to go. All yeah, right, they,
0: man. They really they really should just determine the season of the year based on what the drink Starbucks is serving. So, like, when pumpkin spice lattes come out, it's fall time. When it's, like, their, their peppermint <laughs> mochas, it's winter. And then when they have their strawberry re- refreshers, then it's summertime, and you just can tell the season's that way. Star yeah, Starbucks like determines the seasons. Oh, looks, you're like
1: oh now it's summer. Yeah, now it's fall. It looks now. like it's
0: summertime based on what the <laughs> drink menu is at Starbucks.
1: <laughs> I think I you know I think we should like I think we should do some sort of petition to change the way like time works. You know the whole the whole calendar system. Like like what if you're like you know I don't really like the 365 days a year thing, you know, I think we should, you know, why not make it like an even number? Let's, let's, do,
0: <laughs> let's just make it five days. And then one day would be like really months.
1: And then it like screws everything up. It's like,
0: I don't know how that like, works.
1: Okay, so you're like, well, that way you're like, that way I'll live a lot longer. You know what I mean? Like if, if the year is only a hundred days, then I'll live three and a half, you know, three times as much or whatever. It'll be so much better for everyone. That, oh man!
0: So, right? Yeah. See, so, so then everyone could basically live to a hundred.
1: No longer than that, because I think if if the because if a year is a hundred days instead of three hundred sixty-five, you'll age. Oh man, uh, you'll, you'll age three times as fast. This is this is a bad. I, I, this is a bad joke. I tried to like come up with it on the spot, and I'm like, I don't know about this
0: one. I don't. Doctors might but, like that because they could say, "Look, our our advances in medicines are are really working. People are living close <laughs> to two hundred now."
1: I just think the whole the whole idea of like come the whole point I kind of brought it up for is like the whole I well I mean obviously it makes sense but like just the fact that like the like the fact that it's two thousand twenty one it's all based on like essentially like kind of like I don't want to say some random thing but it's like Jesus's birth right like every all the time that we is all basically made up you know what I mean so it's like. An hour is only an hour because we made it that way. And a day is only a day because we made it that way. But that it makes sense because, you know, it's like morning to night or whatever. And then a year is the amount of time we go around the sun.
0: I mean, to me, it sounds like you're describing the next Christopher Nolan film. Just <laughs> bizarre. And I don't really know what's happening.
1: How about we how about we rework the entire calendar system? <laughs>
0: That's that's Christopher Nolan's next film. Yeah, and and then you have to so, watch it. Like, like, you have how? to watch it twenty times to to really figure out what happened <laughs> and to like understand how the movie worked.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was also thinking, what if we do? What if we did like a uh, a whole podcast where we we do um, improvisation the whole time, like the whole time we just go with it. I like, I start off by saying,
0: I think that's what we're doing right now. It
1: is, but we're having a conversation. But improv, there's a whole different style to it, right? Like it's,
0: I mean, my like idea of improv was up, is right? you're just standing on a stage and some guy goes, "You're in an you're in an elevator, and it's stuck. Go," <laughs> and you just use that information to improv.
1: Well, like I I would say like. Hey man, how was your day today? And then like you make something up and then I just go with it. So try it real quick. Hey man, how was your day today?
0: My dog died.
1: Oh, wow. I'm so sorry to hear that. What what uh what did he die of? AIDS. Oh man, how did he get AIDS?
0: It's very explicit and I don't really want to get into it.
1: Okay. Well. Are you going to have like a doggy funeral or.
0: I just don't want to get into it.
1: Oh man. I'm so sorry to hear that.
0: We'll see you later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly think I don't know. I I just uh, yeah I don't know, man. This is this has got kind of 25 minutes of us
0: improv. Well, this is what happens minutes. if we don't watch the freaking movies that we said we we're gonna watch.
1: I know we both didn't do it, but anyways, I have some other topics that we should go into now. Because
0: Ooh, you have other topics. Yeah. So you have an agenda.
1: Yeah. I'm afraid we're gonna have to like scrap this. Should we start it over? Why? No, I'm just kidding. All right. So, first agenda is well. First of all, I wanted to ask you, which I already asked you, and I don't think you've seen it, but is because Bo Burnham directed. Um, a-
0: I don't know who this guy what? is, by the way.
1: You know, you know who Bo Burnham is, dude. I
0: I saw like a thing on Netflix that said something about him. Did you watch Um, his show? I wanted to see what you think of his show. No, I I don't. I I, I know he has like a show. The only thing I know about him is he, he, he for whatever reason decided to film his life during COVID and I think it's him just by himself in his house and just shows him slowly going into depression, I think.
1: And then he kills himself at the end? I hope not is that's, that what happens that was part of the uh <laughs> it was part of the act
0: jeez that's really intense <laughs>
1: <laughs> no wasn't there like a comedian though who like did that there, i think there was some comedian who like i don't know he like said he had cancer or something he was gonna die it was like have you heard of like the amazing jonathan like the... What? <laughs> i think his name's like the Ama- it was like some comedian he like really got into like it was like a Charlie Kaufman type, where right? I think he said he had like cancer or something.
0: It's not Andy Kaufman, is it? <laughs> I don't think it was. Or did he I actually, say... actually did die of cancer.
1: Did I say Charlie Kaufman?
0: You said Charlie Kaufman.
1: I mean, i mean Andy Kaufman.
0: You he know, was in that... he was in that movie Man on the Moon with Jim Carrey. Who was? I think it was the Andy Kaufman story with Jim Carrey. Well, he
1: was. He was Jim Carrey, yeah.
0: Well, Jim Carrey played Andy Kaufman.
1: Yeah, Jim. Carrey. No, Andy
0: was... Kaufman wasn't Jim Carrey. I thought
1: you were saying like Andy Kaufman was like in the movie with Jim Carrey.
0: No, I think he died. A lo- I think he died in like the eighties or something. Yeah, that was a sad story. Well,
1: speaking of which, I wanted to- I wanted to see who your favorite comedians were. It's a perfect segue into favorite comedians.
0: Oh, Bo Burnham. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's your favorite Philip Burnham special?
0: I'm just kidding. Um Favorite comedian.
1: Man. Or I favorite comedian comedians, comedians. Plural.
0: So we're we talking about like stand up or just we I like watching a certain actor in just in general, like in comedies.
1: Well ideally stand up. Because <sighs> that's like the real the real thing, baby not like seth Rogen bullshit i want i want the real comedians
0: i don't know honestly though that's like
1: that's like one thing that i'll say though about comedians is like i don't know I, I, i could be wrong about this but i feel like it takes a lot more um effort and a lot more skill to go up on stage and be a comedian than to be like a comedian in a movie i mean it takes a lot more guts i guess you know and but what's sad is the people in the movies are like more famous for the most part. And then same thing with like plays versus like movies. I kind of feel like being like a play actor might be harder than like a real actor.
0: Aren't they both real? But, actors? What? Well, no, I
1: mean a play actor as as opposed to a film actor, but the film actor gets like way more credit. It's almost like, why would you even want to be in a play in terms of like
0: the money and the, the fame, you know? <laughs> but anyway, I mean, you're talking question. about people in so, film just get paid more. I think, other people might might say who are really into theater just say film actors are trash and these other actors are better.
1: Well, I mean I think isn't that kind of like what they think kind of is like play actors are are better like they're more
0: I don't I don't know I think it depends on who you talk to. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean I wouldn't say that
1: but I would think that like I would think that being in a play would be but I could be wrong. I don't know. But I would think that it'd be harder because you're actually in front of a live audience as opposed to like just being behind a camera.
0: Well, yeah, but, I mean, um, you can mess up in a film. If you're if you're in a play, you can't say, "Okay, hold on, everyone, let's let uh, yeah. let 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 let's retake this."
1: You got to be on cue every night, baby.
0: That'd be really funny if there was a play actor that just kept doing that, and you watch his play. And he just keeps messing up, it, and, just, and just says, "All right, oh, hold yeah. on, let's let's go back." he's like,
1: like, like, "Sorry, I'm used to film, actually, film Reagan." He just real frustrated.
0: Shoot. He goes, "Okay, stop. We're we're gonna get this right. Hold on. Trust me, you guys will like this better. Hold on. Let's, let's redo this." <laughs> it gets everyone confused. Have you heard like
1: Clint Eastwood only does like one take?
0: No, I haven't heard that. Is that true?
1: Yeah, he's a yeah he's like a one like a one take one take director either i mean you i mean you
0: can you blame him the guy's like no. in in his eighties he he that guy doesn't got he doesn't have much time yeah he's just like my, my my clock is literally ticking here we gotta get this done
1: yeah and you don't want you don't want clint eastwood up your ass you know what i mean you got you better. You better get it right the first time.
0: I feel like I always but see anyways, Yahoo to, articles about Matt Damon talking about Clint, Clint Eastwood.
1: Well, that's that's actually well, I heard it from him, but I, I had heard it before that.
0: <laughs> I think Matt Damon's got a lot of Clint Eastwood stories.
1: <laughs> but anyways, back to the favorite comedians. So I'm just I'm just gonna guess your favorite comedian is what Jerry Seinfeld. Uh,
0: I guess and the only reason why I'm saying that is because I don't think I've I've watched enough stand-up comedians for me to you know I I would say old Jerry Seinfeld simply because I mean when I watched him I, I was really entertained I I thought the jokes were really on point and I really liked it a lot um but I don't have enough exposure I can tell you some ones I thought were really bad.
1: Comedians what, what, that are really bad. Oh yeah,
0: like I, one of the worst ones I ever saw was uh, uh Patton Oswalt. Yeah, he totally
1: and he was. Bad. Oh, it's I like, watched sad him.
0: This guy, it, he was just I mean, he was having a bad night, or I, I don't know what was going on with that guy, but like he poor guy, his jokes just weren't funny, and and you can tell like he was getting like frustrated with himself that his jokes weren't working
1: (laughs) oh damn
0: so he's kind of getting mad and angry
1: that's kind of like what I'm saying like why it's why it's hard because I mean if you go up there in front of people and you bomb it's like there's no there's nowhere to run you know I mean unless you literally run off the stage but you just kind of got to eat it you know whereas in a movie if you're not being funny you could just probably you know take more takes or whatever well, in a, I don't. Yeah, once in a again, movie, I don't. You, know. you have a I'm script,
0: not. right? And you're just following the script. And as a stand-up comedian, I guess you could have a script, you know, inside these are the jokes that I'm. Because I think when I watched um, a documentary of Jerry Seinfeld, he he said that, you know, he kept practicing and practicing and practicing until he got things that he felt would really, really work with the audience, and then he would just present that. And then there's other comedians that supposedly like you know for improv they just say whatever comes to the top of their head and they just i guess they're just so gifted they're able to go do that
1: some people either have it or you don't
0: i, I do think that to be a, a good stand comedian a lot of it is you have to be naturally talented and maybe if you aren't and this is what Jerry Seinfeld was saying, then you have to work really hard and practice. And eventually you might be able to get what you, you know, what you want. And I think from what Jerry Seinfeld was saying that he probably felt that he wasn't just a natural comedian. He had to really work at it, at his craft to get better.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I guess that's like, that's what he's known for is like really like perfecting his craft or whatever. And, um, I actually have two stories about Jerry Seinfeld that I, I actually wanted to bring them, bring it up before, but one I heard recently, and these are both like older stories, but one I heard recently was that uh, it was actually on his show. Comedians in cars getting coffee. Like some, the girl who was on the show brought up that, that, um, comedian, um, I'm forgetting his name. Um, Oh damn. Um He's like he has like really loud, obnoxious voice. He was in that, that show like Unhappily Ever After as like the puppet or something. Bob. Yeah, Bob Bobcat.
0: Bobcat, yeah.
1: Goldthwaite. Luckily, luckily you saved me there. It was that I wasn't gonna be able to find that. But anyway, <laughs> so some girl brought his name up and Jerry Seinfeld's like, Oh, he's like, I don't like him at all. And he was just like kinda like going off on him. He was just like back in the day and he's basically like, you know, he, he's not funny at all and he used to make fun of me and and I was just like, wow. And then like the other one was he was on Larry King and Larry King like, so, you know, I think he basically meant like the show ended or whatever, but he's like, he's like, so, you know, Seinfeld got cancelled or whatever, right? And Jerry Seinfeld was like, it got cancelled? He's like, do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> Like he got like offended and and um.
0: Wait, Larry King told this to Jerry Larry, Seinfeld. Larry he King got canceled.
1: Like, yeah, Larry King like asked him. He's like, did Seinfeld get canceled? And he's like, no. He's like, do you know who I am? It's like a super funny clip. You can find it on YouTube. <laughs> but then one other one other thing I thought about as far as comedians go was Matt uh, Matt Camp saw. Norm McDonald live, and he said that he was like, man, he wasn't very good. Like, it seemed like he was like on drugs or something like on medication or whatever, but I'm like, I think, I think that's just his style. Because I actually think Norm McDonald's really funny.
0: Have you seen him live? Like Norm-
1: <laughs> no, I haven't seen him live, but everything I've seen him do is funny.
0: Well, maybe he's horrible live.
1: I mean, I doubt it, right? I mean... But he can well, I guess.
0: I mean, what did you see him in that you thought he was really funny? Was it a film? Um,
1: well, SNL. I thought he was funny on SNL. And then he had his own like podcast for a bit. Well, he had he had, did you see a show on Netflix? No. Yeah, he had like a podcast on Netflix. And it's funny, but it's like pretty it's kind of like weird humor. Like, I mean, I guess you could say it's a like Norm Macdonald type humor,
0: but it's pretty I, I, funny. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what Norm Macdonald type humor is
1: well. You know what? I have, I have seen his show like on. I have seen his stand up like on on YouTube or whatever, and I, I do think it's funny. I haven't seen him live, but
0: well, maybe if you see him live, you might have a different opinion.
1: Some, yeah, some comedians crack under pressure.
0: But I think if he's on his podcast, that's usually. And if you like that, then I'm guessing you probably would like him live. I I can't imagine that the podcast would be so much different than him just doing stand up regularly, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, like my favorite, my favorite, I'd probably say like my favorite group, definitely my favorite period of SNL was. His period, like with David Spade
0: and Dana Carvey and Mike Myers, I think all those guys are really funny. I would say that's well, my favorite, simply because that's the only time I would watch SNL. I think I once Will Fer- Will Ferrell left SNL, I think I just stopped watching it.
1: Yeah, well, did you watch it like Bill Hader during like the Bill Hader? Because not really.
0: Kind of no, I mean, so, right? very I briefly. Did. I would watch it. You know, I, I really watched it when I was. You know, because it goes back to, you know, before I was, you know, 21, when I'm younger, uh, you know, I, I would spend at night just watching TV because there's really nothing else to do. I can't really drive around because I couldn't drive, you know, so I'd be watching, you know, like uh Mike Myers and Chris Farley and those guys doing SNL.
1: I think Mike Myers is actually really funny, too, and. I was kind of like wondering what happened to him. And then I was like, I didn't know this, but I realized like he, what he's like, in Sh- he is Shrek, right?
0: He is Shrek. That's, that's correct.
1: And so I'm like, okay, he's not you really know who he's supposed to be the
0: original Shrek. Will Smith. N- no.
1: <laughs> I only said that was like, he was supposed to be like Neo. And we talked about that before, <laughs> but who was supposed to be you know, the first Chris one? Chris Farley. Oh no way! Really?
0: And then he passed away, and then Mike Myers got it.
1: So Mike, that's kind of like a a bad move, isn't it, to take it away from him?
0: Well, I mean, he's he he literally was not around anymore, I
1: know, so he, he, couldn't, he couldn't
0: he couldn't he couldn't do Shrek.
1: I'm just making a a dark joke.
0: It's pretty kind morbid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you shouldn't take a role from your. Friend who's dead, oh, and that's interesting. Um,
0: <laughs> you know, I think I don't know if I said this on the show or not, but um, for Ghostbusters, you know Bill Murray. Who? You know Bill Murray's character in Ghostbusters. Who's Bill Murray? You know who Bill Murray is. <laughs> what is, what
1: is... Uh, we're living you, in an alternate you know time. Ghostbusters where is Bill Murray doesn't exist. What?
0: So, there, someone was supposed to be Bill Murray's character, originally. Do you know who it was supposed to be?
1: Um, Jerry Seinfeld.
0: Yes, Jerry Jerry Seinfeld. No. <laughs> What's the deal with these ghosts? <laughs> no, um,
1: who, no, I'm, I'm ruining your story. Who was supposed
0: to be? It was supposed to be John Belushi. Oh, and it was—it's really sad because yeah. I watched the uh, John Belushi documentary, and they had—I don't know if you knew this—but Dan Aykroyd was really, really close with John Belushi, like best friends, and they did tons of stuff together, and
1: like the Blues Brothers,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, and they were really close, um, and just did stuff, you know, outside of that movie and and beyond after the movie mm-hmm. was over. And uh, what happened was, is John. if you watch the documentary, John Belushi was just a complete mess, like really, really bad. And uh, he was in a really dark place, and Dan Aykroyd and what, was talking to him. Movie? What's that?
1: You said this was in a movie? or
0: No, no, was, this is just in a documentary, yeah. But, uh, That's what I mean. Yeah, and apparently Dan Aykroyd was trying to – uh, I guess John Belushi was in a film and it did really did really poorly and he was just just getting just maxed out on drugs and Dan Aykroyd was talking to him and said hey you know you, you need to stick around and, and get your life together because I got this new movie that I'm uh, working on called Ghostbusters and he was going to have John Belushi build, be Bill Murray's character in that uh, Peter Venkman and, but he didn't last John Belushi to make it to them to be in that film. So then Bill Murray got the part.
1: Oh, man. It's kind of, it seems like kind of like a similar story to, to Chris Farley. Like the situation, like they seem kind of like similar type guys.
0: They, I mean, they both, they both died because they literally partied too hard and did. Just drugs. And um, I think Chris Farley was a little bit different because, um, and I don't know, I mean, maybe I'm wrong about this. uh, People who know and probably know it much better than I do, but um, apparently with John Belushi, everybody who was around that guy knew this guy was like a ticking time bomb. He's going to be dead any day because he would just go out and just do all these crazy drugs like wherever he went and was super addicted to it. And Chris Farley I I think he did it but um I don't think it was as obvious as it was with John Belushi. Yeah. Like who was it? Like I think it was might have been I don't I forget who it was but some guys said like they they saw him and they just basically said like I knew right then that that was probably the last time I'd see the guy because he was so out of it. I don't know if anyone said that about Chris Farley, but maybe they did.
1: Oh man. What do, what do you think about Dan Aykroyd? Like do you like Dan Aykroyd?
0: Yeah, I mean he was great in the 80s. Yeah. You know, he had, he, he had some really good roles. Uh, the Great Outdoors is, is a classic uh film with him and John Candy. That, that was a great one. Um Ghostbusters, I absolutely loved Ghostbusters he was in Trading Spaces with, with Eddie Murphy, which is another really great film. Um, I'm sure if I looked at a, a list I would probably see a lot of other really good films that I liked. But he was he did some really good films. You know, but after yeah. the eighties, you know, uh I I don't I think he just kinda didn't really have much after that.
1: Speaking of Ghostbusters, are you excited for the new Ghostbusters? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That segued perfectly with uh, Bill Hader in it.
0: Oh, is he? he he's in it, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. And the kid from Stranger
0: Things. Oh, I don't know. He was in it. I I'm not sure who's in it. I know that uh, Dan Aykroyd going to be in it in some form, and Bill Murray's going to be in it in some form as well. And I'm really, I'm really happy they're doing that because they did the whole. The all female cast of Ghostbusters. And I think the thing that studios and they need to understand is when they do these films, and for the most part, they're, they're taking things that were really popular with people now, like in the 80s and 90s. Now, now it's like, I think it's the 90s now. And they're trying yeah. to, you know, uh, get the nostalgia feeling. But when they're doing that, especially with that new Ghostbusters when they had all the the female cast in there, you're still missing out a lot of nostalgia that the original had. And you have to kind of use the original characters um, from that, you know, original movie and kind of put them in the new, the new, uh, the new movie as far as that goes.
1: Well, wasn't the idea that like the, wasn't like the idea I assumed that like the girl characters were just gonna like take over for the guys characters, like they were basically playing the same roles or no?
0: Well, the new Ghostbusters, it, it's it's basically kind of the similar idea. It's these women who are <laughs> scientists, and they end up doing you know, there's ghosts just start appearing all of a sudden, just like in the original Ghostbusters and they get together and start, you know, busting ghosts. So it's kind of basically they're kind of redoing the very first Ghostbusters, but just having the women do it. But I think you have to have the characters from the original to come into uh to come into it to make it probably a little bit more of a successful film. Because I think that's a lot, that's why a lot of people want to watch it. And, the, you know, a good example of that is uh, the new star Wars films. You know, they had, the, well, did, they, they, had did the they not do that? with
1: What's this? That? I, I mean, I, I'm assuming that they did do that with this. Like because bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd are in it.
0: Bill Murray's in it, but he's not Peter Venkman. He's just some other random guy.
1: Oh, uh, why? Yeah, you would think they would just have him go in and play his character, but I guess maybe the girls were playing his. I don't know.
0: No, well, it, it wasn't. There wasn't a girl named Peter Venkman. <laughs> you know, there wasn't. Well, anything no, I like I
1: I kind of assumed that like the girl would play like the counterpart or whatever of the of the guys, but I, I don't know anything about the movie. So,
0: I mean, they they, they, they kind of did, you know. They're, you know, the guys from. Uh, the original Ghostbusters were guys from SNL, right? These are women that are from SNL, you know, comedians and doing this role. But again, they didn't really capture the nostalgia from the original, you know? And like I was trying to say before, it's like with the new Star Wars films, they'll have like the new characters, but they also put in what people love from the original, which was, you know, Chewbacca, R2-D2. They had Han Solo in it. Luke Skywalker's in it. Princess Leia's in it. You know, that's what people really get excited to watch. So you get kind of... And they're trying to transition to, okay, we're going to fade out these old characters and then get people really excited about these new characters. Unfortunately, I don't think that people are gravitating to the new characters the way that people did to the old characters of Star Wars. So I don't think they're going to get the same response. And I think that's what Disney was trying to, to implement, you know, um, with the Kylo Ren and, um, whoever the other, I forgot. I'm just blanking on the others on the other uh, characters names, but they just didn't really get that. I think.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of that, I just saw earlier, like right before we started that it looks like they're going to make like a, I think it was Han Solo. Um, reboot or whatever with Ewan McGregor. Did you hear about that? It's not
0: Han Solo. It's uh, Obi Wan. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I knew I was gonna mix up the name. <laughs> they
0: did. They did a Han Solo reboot, and that, that just did not do well.
1: Oh, it didn't. No. Did you see the one for for Ewan McGregor though? Um, Obi Wan.
0: I, I I know that they're making it, and it's yeah. gonna be one of the. <clears throat> New Star Wars, you know Disney Plus shows to go check out, and I'm really excited for it. And so should be So is you and
1: McGregor gonna play? Um, I keep mixing the names. Obi Wan.
0: Yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna play, and, like, he, and he played Obi Wan in another. the the Star Wars prequels.
1: Yeah, all three of them. Was he in all three of the? The first, yeah he guess. was
0: in episodes one two and three
1: yeah so speaking of that because we've talked about marvel before um what do you think is bigger now marvel or the marvel's the marvel franchise or the star wars franchise or the dc but i think you said dc D- oh dc okay
0: right? yeah i know we talked about the dc for sure now
1: yeah, so Marvel or Star Wars? What's what's it oh, been? That's
0: precious, a that's a hard I mean, you'd have to say when you say what's bigger, <laughs> that's such a general term. Like what's made more money? Like what are we what are we talking about?
1: I guess you could say more money or or you could say um what has more versions? I guess bigger in terms of more Shows and movies. I, what has more shows and movies at this point? Well, if
0: I had to guess, and again, I, I don't know the exact what it would be. I, I would have to say it's probably Marvel at this point, because Marvel has so many different spinoffs of different characters, um, and they seem to have, at least right now, kind of a more clear direction of what they're going towards. And we talked about this in other episodes because they had now all these multi-universes they're kind of going towards. And I think that's what the direction they're going in. Whereas with Star Wars, they had, the only thing they've had so far is they had the new ones and the new ones basically finished out the, it's called like the, the Skywalker saga, which basically is talking about ha, um, the whole story of, you know, Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia. And that's all finished. And so what they did recently <clears throat> is they did the Mandalorian and the Mandalorian was kind of exploring a little bit more of different characters of star Wars Um, And now they're trying to go along that route and they're going to have the Obi-Wan and try that. But as far as the star Wars goes, they haven't really gone and shown like, you know, uh, a clear direction of where they're going with that franchise. Now I think they will, because I think they're, you know, they've invested so much money in the star Wars and if they have some really good writers, or people who are really creative, they might have a real good direction of of where to go with that. And hopefully that works out and is successful. But Marvel right now seems to be a little bit more, a little bit of a clear direction of where they're headed for the future. And this is just based on what I know, you know, for all I know, maybe they have it all figured out for Star Wars and just have, I haven't seen it or, or it's not out yet. So, do you think? What do you think is a bigger
1: um, streaming service at this point? Disney Plus or HBO Max or Netflix? I mean, because I was just saying, doesn't HBO Max have most of the the Marvel movies and the DC movies?
0: Disney Plus has all those. Not D- uh, Disney Plus has all the Marvel films, all the Star Wars films. Oh, it does. Yeah.
1: So do you think at this point that Disney Plus might be because they have those like might be actually bigger than like HBO Max and Netflix or do you think Netflix is still like the biggest
0: one? So what's happening now and this is actually really frustrating <coughs> is they're they're now just making all these different platforms of different streaming services and it's making it I think they're doing it strategic uh, strategically in that they're trying to have all these streaming services that are out so if you get interested in a certain show um, or like certain movies this will have it and then this other service will have it so you, basically it's making you subscribe to Hulu Netflix Amazon Prime, um, all these different ones. So you can watch all these different types of shows and all of them are basically trying to see what is the next big movie or, you know, uh, TV show to get people to subscribe to their network. And everyone's just trying to figure out, you know, what can they go ahead and, and utilize to make people subscribe. So like another player that you didn't mention is Apple TV, Like Apple TV has, you know, uh, Ted Lasso. It has um, that one M. Night Shyamalan show that you like. What's it called? Um, Servant. Servant, right? So You like it too, right? Yeah, I just forgot the name of it. So all these different uh, streaming platforms are just trying to make all these different shows and trying to get people to subscribe to them. Now, Disney Plus... They're the problem with them is they just have the Star Wars and Marvel. And now they're trying to get and they have all the other Disney movies. So it depends on like what you want. So if you have like younger kids, everyone's going to have the Disney Plus so they can watch all those Disney shows. And and a lot of times people, if they're really into Marvel and Star Wars, they'll just subscribe for a little bit. And then once the show's over, they'll just unsubscribe and then subscribe again when the show comes back.
1: Yeah, and that's what I would do, but Megan, my girlfriend pays for Netflix and Hulu, so yeah. And Amazon Prime, I guess. But so we have those, but if it was to me, like there I don't really watch too many shows, so if it was up to me, yeah, that's exactly what I would do. I would just pay for it, watch the show and then end it cuz I only watch so many shows on it.
0: Yeah, but it, it's getting real difficult because if you really like watching TV a lot, you could end up being subscribing to like six different, you know, streaming platforms. And yeah, do like you have? Do you have? Like we have a of lot. Or most yeah, of we have. We have a good. We have a good amount. Um, yeah. And what they do is they just kind of hope that you'll just be kind of lazy and. Forget to cancel because there's all these different ones.
1: Yeah, that's like kind of like what they're betting on, is like people just forgetting to cancel.
0: There's 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 CBS All Access is another one, you know, and they have all these different shows uh, all over the place to watch. Now they have Paramount. Now they have Paramount is another one. They have Peacock. There's another one, you know.
1: The thing with Peacock that's kind of cool is it's. I think for the most part free, unless you want like, I think you can pay, but I think a lot of it's free and there's another one called Tubi that's free. So, I mean, that's, I don't know. In my opinion, it's kind of cool because like like you were saying, like, you don't really, you can just pay for one, watch it, and then cancel it. And I don't know. I think, I still think it's better than just having cable or whatever, like it was, you know, but
0: well, people, well, cable was easy. You just paid one thing and then all the shows were there. Now, and you you, you pay like what? Like 50 bucks a month. Now people are paying probably like over $100 if they want to watch all the shows they want to watch constantly because there's so many different things. And like with Peacock, they'll, they'll kind of trick you. Like I'll use the show as an office as an example. You can watch the first two or three seasons for free on Peacock of The Office, but then if you want to watch the rest, you have to subscribe.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's like free until a certain point. But I'm, I'm, I've am I'm actually been excited for Apple TV Plus mainly for the fact that I feel like most of the stuff they do is pretty good. And then also they, I mean, this, I, this is probably true for all the companies, but they have so much money that I think, because I've, I've read stuff about what they're doing and um they're just, they have so much money that they can like just pay, you know, Martin Scorsese or whoever, they'll be like, here, you know, go make this movie and, and he'll do it. Like he's like his movie, speaking of which I wanted to bring that up, but killers of the flower moon that's coming out with like Leonardo DiCaprio. Did you hear about that?
0: And uh, Brendan Fraser, right?
1: Yeah, I was actually, what's funny is I was actually going to bring that up earlier, but didn't get to it. But yeah, I guess he's making a comeback.
0: He is. He's, he's, finally coming back in the limelight. He was great in the nineties and it's good to see him uh, come back and start making some films again.
1: Yeah. Did you see that thing? There was like some girl like interviewed him on TikTok or something and he was like crying. And he no. was already getting choked up, and he was like, "I'm so excited! Like I'm going to be." But he was just in that HBO Max movie that we talked about. But then he's like, "I'm so excited! Like I'm going to be in a movie with Martin, you know, Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio, and, and 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 I don't know. They just did like a big thing where like everybody's rooting for Brendan Fraser to make a comeback. I kind of wonder what happened to him. Um, Do you know?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> i i do not know w- what happened and but like you said i heard
1: a little i heard a, like i think megan told me some. like megan told me like he had i don't know i guess he had, had like a has or had it or has like a disabled child and then i don't know too much about what happened exactly but it sounds like he according to megan he was like working at like a regular job or something So it was pretty gnarly because I was thinking he'd have enough money. I didn't think he'd have to like go back to work a regular job, but I don't know. I don't know too much about it. But
0: it's really interesting when you hear, um, and this happens a lot with like professional athletes, you know, you'll one day you'll see them, you know, in college and they're these big stars and they're getting all this publicity and then something happens where they just for whatever reason can't make a team or something happens and then they're working at Lowe's you know and you're just doing some random job and it's it's crazy how this all works people can go from being very famous to just being just an average Joe.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would I would think at his level of fame in the nineties, I would think that he would have enough money, like if he, you, you know, saved up and bought a house or whatever. But who knows? That's if he did uh, that.
0: Who knows? Who knows what these people do with their money?
1: Yeah. But did you see? We're 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 on we're just over an hour now. So did um, did you see White Lotus, the the finale?
0: I did. And let's, let's touch on that. Um, I really, you know, I'm just going to say, I really did like that show. Um, Which, which, um, by the way, it's another plug. Apparently, apparently, I haven't watched it yet. But there is a show on Hulu with Nicole Kidman. I think it's called Nine Perfect Strangers. That's supposed to be like the next White Lotus.
1: Yeah, like I, I just saw that too, and I was gonna bring that up too.
0: Like, I, yeah, well, don't say anything because I'm like, gonna, I'm gonna watch it soon. But was that like, is uh, it started off pretty good? Oh no, I, I haven't watched it. I
1: just saw like the, I just saw like the trailer for it or whatever.
0: Okay. Well, anyways, but it yes, doesn't,
1: but... it doesn't start.
0: I think. Yeah, to, to summarize the, the White Lotus, what would you think of the ending? I mean, it wasn't the greatest ending,
1: but yeah, I don't, I, I don't really know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what else they would have, could have done. but I, I don't have like any idea for it to be better, but it probably wasn't the greatest ending. What about you?
0: Um, I think it was very predictable in in the ending, and not necessarily like who died, but with the overall you know, theme of it is basically that um, the rich are still untouchable. Everything seems to work out for them. And the people who aren't are kind of stuck and, you know, as working class people is what it sounds like. And that's kind of what I got from it. And, yeah, you know, the, the they're just it's kind of like um what's the term like the rich get richer and the poor get poor. It's kind of like that's like kind of the theme from it, you know, as far as that goes. And uh, the only one that seemed to maybe break away from that was the character of Quinn, which was the son mm-hmm. And he basically decided, you know, I don't want to be a part of this cycle where I just become my parents and just am oblivious to everything that's going on. And, uh, and he kind of like escaped from that, supposedly. But everyone else is just kind of stuck and, you know... They're uh, yeah. stuck in their ways and in and, and their in and, and their life, I suppose.
1: Yeah, like one thing about that was, it kind of reminds me of like what you said about a random other movie, but about the guy and Michael Shannon and Revolutionary Road. You were saying he was like the, I think mean, he had some like mental problems or something, but he seemed like the most normal out of all of them. It was kind of like the same in this one where the kids seemed to have kind of like some problems or whatever, but he ended up being like, I don't want to say the most normal necessarily, but like kind of figured out that like, he didn't really want to like live that life. But then also one thing that I kind of thought was in, I, I, I kind of, that's like one thing that I kind of thought was interesting is what you just said was that I thought it was going to go down a path where like all the rich people kind of got what they deserved or whatever. <laughs> But it didn't go that way, which it was just, in a way is kind of like dark because it's like, oh, man, I guess they, you know, like you said, they just got to go keep living good lives and everyone doesn't. But then one thing that like, really surprised me was how not only did the, did the wife of that guy live, but then she ends up like getting back with them. But I kind of think the point of it is kind of like she got back with them, but she kind of looked like didn't like literally look happy when she hugged them. And so I think it was like she was kind of like stuck in this web where like she doesn't really wanna be with them, but like she's just with them for the money or something you know what I mean Because was convenient
0: yeah, so her her character was and and by the way, when I mean her character, I don't mean like the acting or anything I thought she did a great job as far as you know the acting performance, but her character was I did not like her character, um, and the reason she just seemed. I don't know um I can't think of the word for it but like I'll give you an example you know she basically said you know I got I got married to you because I got like swept up in the moment and just got wined and dined and um she liked that whole you know fantasy of which wasn't a fantasy it's like true of like living like this fairy tale life right but I think what happened, which I think the show did a good job, is she realized that, oh, my gosh, you know, this isn't necessarily um, what I want. You know, I don't want to be some trophy wife. You know, that, that was her big thing. Like, I don't want to be a trophy wife. You know, I, I'm i much more than that. But I think what the show did a good job of showing was, you know, there's a part where she's like a writer. And she talked to this um, uh, Connie Britton's character. And this is someone she really looked up to. And Connie Britton basically said, you're not a very good writer. You're not that great. And that kind of showed her like, and I think the point of it was at the very end, she got so self-defeated that she almost accepted that maybe all I am is a trophy wife, And she's just going to try to accept that that's her role. Is just to be nothing more than a trophy wife? And I think that's why she was so sad and said, I'm going to, I'm going to be happy. Like I'm going to do this. So it was really depressing because she basically decided I'm just going to give up. And she just, I think got super self defeated in (coughs) herself. And I think that, yeah, she crossed that when she tried to talk to the spa manager and then she was hoping that the spa manager, you know, when she talked to her, would maybe, you know, give her a, um, show her like, Hey, you're, you're worth more than this. And she was just so done because of Jennifer Coolidge's character that she just didn't said, I don't got the time for you. I don't want to deal with your problems. that it uh, and then, And I think that was just so depressing to watch and see that.
1: Yeah. And I think there's people like this in real life, like that girl where it's like, I think they like, I mean, it's the same kind of thing in like wedding crashers or whatever. It's it's a pretty common theme, I think, where it's like there's a girl who's like getting married or married to like a rich guy or whatever she doesn't really love him or whatever but it's like i i mean i could honestly see how it could be i mean i'm not seeing you should marry someone for love but as in her situation i could see how like they're already married or whatever and i could see how it is like tempting to be like you know what this guy is going to take care of me or whatever as opposed to you know kind of understand like her thinking with it like it's like do I really want to like divorce this guy? And then what, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's like one of those situations where it's like, I mean, I, I you know, I kind of understand a woman wanting to be with a guy with money, you know? Um, but I mean, I think that ultimately it's going to end up badly probably like, you know what I mean? Like if you're with a guy, just I'm, I'm not saying that you should just go for a guy with money, but like in her situation, I can kind of understand why she's like, all right, you know what I mean. I I guess I'll just stay with you as opposed to like, you know, which is probably scary for her to like go and off on her own and and try and you know what I mean. Like
0: she decided very she, temp- she would rather just <clears throat> stick with what's probably easier and yeah, not as difficult. And I think she got to the point where she probably is. Not confident in herself that she's able to do anything more than just be a trophy wife to this guy,
1: yeah, but I mean the whole thing is it's like it's it's like if i she
0: obviously
1: still do her thing or whatever, it's not like she can't, you know,
0: but um no I, and 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 he said that the guy said, you know, go do whatever you yeah. want to go do, you know that's fine. And I know he said that, but ultimately before that, though, he was kind of saying, like, you know, why do all this? Just just go and, you know, be – don't really work, you know, just kind of be some rich person who has a bunch of money and just do whatever you want to go do.
1: Yeah, I mean, if her job is journalism or whatever, or like writing, I mean, she can still – do that but anyway speaking of that um i started watching was it similar in theme i started watching succession again well megan did and i'm like watching it with her when i'm available and i honestly think this is one of the few shows or movies that i've ever seen where i think that i might like it more on the second watch and i think that i'm like i don't really remember exactly the first time but i'm actually laughing a lot more this time like i'm I'm literally laughing like throughout the episode and i think the first time i watched it, i was kind of like under the impression that it was just like a drama and these people are just like legitimately like dark mad people but now i'm just like realizing like just how over the top it is you know what i mean which i don't know why i didn't realize the first time around or maybe i did i don't even remember but it's like really funny on the second watch because you're just like oh man these people are just so just messed up
0: you know what i mean <laughs> Right, yeah, and I ha i mean, I have to watch it again, which I'm not going to, but I definitely am excited for the third season when that when yeah. that one comes out.
1: And that's one thing is I think that more stuff seems to be coming out now, so I think we'll have more stuff to watch and talk about as it comes out. And then, did you see the Green Knight? No. All right. Well, that that one I'm interested in. <laughs> Well, you're you're gonna watch it, right?
0: I, I definitely wanna watch it. I just don't know when I'll have time to watch it.
1: Yeah, that one I'm interested in your thoughts on it because I still don't know exactly what the themes and metaphors are and I tried to look it up and like really quick and it didn't seem to be what like I don't know. It's it's pretty it's pretty weird, man. It's a it's pretty weird. But that, that I, doesn't I'm entice me to about.
0: go watch it immediately.
1: <laughs> yeah, well I mean I definitely recommend it. I mean but I don't know if you'll like it. But then one other thing I wanted to ask you about was and I'm assuming no, but did you watch Beckett by any chance on Netflix?
0: No. I don't even know what that is. there yeah what is it um
1: it's that movie with john david washington i think denzel washington's son it's like some spy thing where he's like i don't know if it's spy but he's like running from he's like in a foreign country and he's like running from the police there or something
0: no is it good
1: i didn't watch it i I was actually curious if you saw it just because i mean to see if you liked it. I, I, I probably won't even watch it. I was just wondering have you have you seen anything else recently on Netflix or otherwise that you'd recommend?
0: Oh. Um not at this moment that I could say. But I'll let you know maybe next week. But we're definitely gonna cut it cut the show. Yeah. I was gonna see if
1: you wanted to do the Oscar thing, but it's probably gone on too long, right?
0: It's it's time. It's time to end it.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, man.
0: I'll, uh, oh wait, we I'll talk quick, with you next real, week. Real, real quick before you go, what's the uh, what's the the status in the viewership?
1: Oh yeah, so I think last I checked on the Anchor app, we have a total of one hundred and three plays. Which isn't Whoa. bad. And then considering, I don't, that's the thing I was going to ask you about is I, I don't, or, yeah, say is, I don't know how anybody's managing to find this podcast. It was like, I don't know how I would find it, but they seem to be. So that's good. And then on Apple Podcasts, because they have like their own analytics or whatever on their webpage. Mm-hmm. And that one's saying like 221. So I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm happy with that. So. All right. As sad, as as sad as that is, I'm happy with it. And then one last thing is, I don't know. Hopefully I feel like this one went kind of long in the beginning. Hopefully it, hopefully it's good.
0: (laughs) You, you wanted to be zany.
1: Well, no, no, I do. I do. I'm just wondering as we're doing it, I'm like, will the audience like it? And I, I mean, I like it. So I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll talk, we'll talk about it off air, but hopefully to the audience, if, if this one, I mean, it just went on a little too long and I think there was a little bit too much, but I'm not saying I don't like it. I like it, but hopefully the audience likes it and we will talk. We will see you guys next week. All right. Bye.
0: Sleep tight. You too. Sleep, sleep, sleep tight.
1: Sleep tight. Check sleep. out the ASMR. Check out the ASMR. Put on the ASMR while you sleep. Sc- screech. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, check it out. No.
0: Thoughts on it. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.